0: I actually went on to Twitter right after that, and I and, I'll, and I just put that up there, and I put mic drop. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. So if it wasn't for copyright issues, I would have started this show with Happy Deezer Here Again. Uh, Oh, happy day. Anything having to do with happy and day. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD. The day after the United States inauguration in 2021, where Joe Biden is now president of the United States, and that other dude is now some interloper in Florida somewhere. I am so happy to be back with you. And I'm sorry, it took a little bit longer to get the show out this week because I just didn't want to do anything. I wanted to bask in the glory of what was democracy, what is democracy, and uh, where we are now, versus where we were about a fortnight ago, where the Capitol was almost seized. So now, in being able to process it and digest it, I have to bring up something that was extremely profound for me on Inauguration Day. You know, there are only a few times in my life that I've ever been Completely floored by something. The first thing I could remember was Whitney Houston's Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem, after 9 11. I don't remember exactly what I was doing, but I do remember that once she kind of got about a quarter of the way in it, I was completely enraptured by it. And it was so stirring and it was so emotional, especially after 9 11, that it captured every single aspect of that moment for the entire country. There are also certain situations that I have watched or experienced in regards to I uh, seeing Nadia Kamanich in the Olympics get a 10, which was unbelievable. The performance was incredible. Seeing Usain Bolt practically jogging the last 20 meters because he was so much better than everybody else. And of course, my number one experience was... Back in the day when I was working at a radio station in Los Angeles, I actually covered Live Aid back in 1985 for the station, and I was in Philadelphia. And the other stadium that was a part of Live Aid was at Wembley Stadium in England, and they would go back and forth with the bands during that time. And we were all kind of backstage, and I was trying to do some interviews, and all of a sudden, Queen came on. And if you've seen the movie, it was exactly like the movie. There were a number of really good bands that had already performed up to that point, but it wasn't until Queen came on that everybody stopped and just watched it. It was one of those things you'll never forget. All that being said, that happened to me on Inauguration Day, and it was with Amanda Gorman. Lady Gaga was there. Jennifer Lopez was there. Garth, somebody or in some country, dude named Garth was there. Amanda Gorman absolutely stole the show. She flat-out owned that stage with all of these people, all of these dignitaries, the President of the United States, the Vice President Kamala Harris of the United States. She owned that stage with that poem. What I'd like to do is just talk about the essence of Amanda Gorman, and how we can all use that as an example and as a level of motivation in our everyday lives. Now, I don't know all the backstory with Amanda, but here's what I do know. This young woman is 22 or 23. She's from Los Angeles, from my home area. And let's be honest, I think she's always been very gifted. She's just one of those people who were born to be very special and very talented at what she has chosen to do. But here's the interesting part about it. She was raised by a single mom, and I can completely empathize with that because I raised my daughter as a single dad. So I know how difficult that is. And I also know being raised by one parent, even though the parent can try to compensate for the lack of the other parent, you just can't. I mean, I can't be the mom, and her mom can't be the dad. And so that right there is a small hill to climb in regards to Amanda in her development and her moving forward. Well, her mom was an English teacher, so that was a huge benefit. And I can imagine that that worked its way into her development and her connection with her mom. Then, come to find out, she was born with a speech impediment. And according to her, there were problems saying Enunciating some of the letters, especially the letter R. She decided to take on the song Aaron Burr from Hamilton. And if you've heard Aaron Burr, Sir, from Hamilton, you know that there's about a thousand consonants in that song and 950 of them are R's. So she decided if she can master Aaron Burr, Sir, then she'd be good to go. And of course, of course she did because that's just her. And what that brings up to me. And what I'd like to share with you in terms of my opinion on this is just sheer will. The poem she read for the inauguration, she named The Hill We Climb. And the reason why it was so powerful is because she went back and she researched old speeches of Dr. Martin Luther King, of Abraham Lincoln, of other powerful speakers to see how they wrote moving passages during times of national struggle, was able to take that energy, take that cadence, and craft something, chronological assessment of what has been going on over the past few years, up to and including the riot that happened a couple weeks prior. But she also used every aspect of herself, immersed herself 100% into this poem. The choreography that she used, the cadence that she used, the intonation, the voice, the tempo, everything was was so beautifully woven together. And I remember as she began to speak, it was on TV, but I was sitting there. And of course, I was thumbing through my news feed just because I was trying to do eight things at once. Then I took a look up and I noticed that she was very animated. And then I thought, okay. And then I started listening to the sixth or seventh line as she went through. And I thought, Well, hold on a second. This isn't like an old poem that she's reciting from Dickinson. This is something from her, and it's actually about right now. So that intrigued me. And as somebody who does podcasts and writes, not very good, mind you, but I try to do my best, It's so hard to do that. It's one of those things where if you're a part-time musician and you go to a show and you watch Eddie Van Halen on the guitar, you marvel at the fact that he can make it look like that. He can make those sounds. He can make that music. And you're like, man, that is unbelievable because I have such a true and profound respect for how hard that is. And I found myself thinking that with her. And as she went on, it just seemed like it got better And better because a lot of times when you listen to a speech, there's a message here, there's an example, and it weaves and it bobs, and sometimes it loses a little bit of steam. I'm sure you've heard some speeches where that might be the case. You might be drifting off a little bit until they come back with a powerful ending. Whereas this poem had none of that, it was constantly building upon itself to explode at the end, with a profound statement. And I'd like to read that to you. And pl- and I'm I can't do her cadence or any of it justice. I'm just going to read it. So at the end, she says, In every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country, our people diverse and beautiful will emerge, battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it i i actually went on to twitter right after that and i and I'll, and i just put that up there and i put mic drop cuz that's it that encapsulates every single thing and i want to bring that around back to me and you because the first thing i thought of after this was man This is a perfect example that anybody can use in terms of the Stoic foundation of life. And the Stoic foundation of life is knowledge and virtue. This is a perfect illustration of that with her commitment to learning more, her commitment to understanding the nuances of great speakers And diving in and investing all of that time, that's the knowledge part, and having that, and being able to take all that and piece together a brilliant piece like this. Virtue is thoughts and actions, which basically means getting your mind right, grounding yourself in who you are, the best of who you are, formulating some good plans, and then taking those plans and acting on them. Not just acting on them, acting on them in integrity, acting on them virtuously. And having those three things as your foundation will only lead to an extremely fulfilling life. Amanda Gorman is the perfect embodiment of the Stoic philosophical foundation of knowledge and virtue. And of course, I don't know this young woman, but I could not be more proud of her Because as a father, it's so great to see kids, especially kids coming from single parent families, that just take it and they run with it. And they're okay with tripping. And they're okay with maybe not knowing exactly. But they just keep going. And then not only does she keep going, she comes up against her biggest obstacle and then says, I'm going to crush it. Aaron Burr, sir. Her mom must be just Insanely proud of this young woman, the whole nation, the world should be insanely proud for she has arrived. It's people like Amanda that provide everybody with the perfect example of life. And I want to end this with something that I always seem to come back on because I think it's so important, and I think she's a perfect example of this. And it's an old Zig Ziglar quote, and its success is when preparation. opportunity meet and this young woman has been working towards this for years it's been a complete and total soul investment into her being the best that she can be so i'm hoping that you actually got a chance to see her poem if you haven't please go to youtube and take a look at it or at least read it because actually town and country magazine (laughs) posted all of the words But I really think that you should watch it because it's a fully immersed experience when you watch this young woman just own this piece of beautiful poetry. So I hope things are good. You can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. I've got a ton of podcasts out there. I really appreciate you listening. If you do happen to be on Apple Podcast or Google, one of the bigger ones, can you rate and review? That would really help. If you have any suggestions, if you have any questions, you can get a hold of me at Tony at javabud.com j-a-v-a-b-u-d i'm going to be having a new podcast only website coming out pretty soon i will let you know about that if you want the book and go to amazon i would suggest getting amanda gorman's books because they look brilliant i hope things are really well Uh, again congratulations to president joe biden and uh, let's move forward and democracy wins after all i will talk to you next week bye